disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, the person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. We've always believed in something called progress. It's time to get lit. What kind of lit? Health lit. That's what I'm talking about. It's time to get educated about health conditions affecting our community. Your health is very important. Check in with experts on important topics like breast cancer, diabetes, prematurity, and much more. This show is lit. No one should know you better than you. So lock in. Welcome to Your Health is Lit. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Your Health is Late podcast. This is Charlotte Walker, a.k.a. the PDNP. And tonight, I am so excited that we have our favorite big sister, Eve, in the house tonight. Hey, hey. So, um, you guys, we usually, I 2019 is just a year of change. So, like, usually, Eve, you know, we do lit news, and then we right. go into the seg and the uh-huh. news. Snatch everybody's life with some wins and some positivity. We're not doing that. We're not doing that this week. Um, we have some really heavy things to talk about right now. If you're in our Facebook group, we have this awesome, awesome wellness challenge going. Everybody needs to get in. There are cash prizes up for grabs. If you hop in and participate, it's not too late. Um, and we, the rest of our month, we will be discussing all kinds of health topics. We're talking about sleep and social determinants and preventative care. And we have a, um, a finance guru coming on to talk about financial wellness. And we have so many things popping this month. But on today, <laughs> we have some stuff that we need to address in our community that cannot wait until after wellness month is over. Um, we have got to talk about our women not being protected and yes yes we do everybody knows that we're about to talk about we're going we're going in first of all i just want y'all to know as for me in my house <laughs> robert kelly has been canceled but he's beyond canceled what's what's worse than canceled <laughs> you need to go to jail basically like up under it (laughs) just fair warning um some of the topics that we're going to discuss may be triggering to some people yes absolutely Uh, we are going to discuss surviving r kelly we're going to discuss black women just trying to survive period and um we definitely think that it's something that we need to address in real time and not do it when it fits into our fluffy schedule because after I did not watch the entire series at first said that I would not and I ended up watching like the last two or three episodes because R. Kelly was canceled to me when he peed on the girl the first time (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I've never been a huge fan of his music maybe two songs that I've liked it's just not my age you know like that's not my era of music Mm mm-hmm he cool or whatever, and then he beat him a little girl, and I was like, he's actually a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say that to my dad all the time, joke like not jokingly, but just like, nah, bro, we don't listen to Robert Kelly because he's on with girls. Yeah. Um, and now after watching that documentary, that docu series, or the last half of it, it it's way more disturbing than just him peeing on the girl. The first. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's decades of of um, behavior that clearly has worsened as time has progressed. 
Because um, when you feel like you are uh, untouchable, you keep doing things. Exactly. So it really is, oh, it's hard. It's really hard to, um, you know, try to figure out what we need to do um, to make sure that we are protecting our, um, protecting ourselves and then trying to figure out how he's gotten protection for so long. Like that doesn't yeah. sense. So we're going to unpack this. And Eve, I know you watched the first half, the first two episodes. Of- yeah, um, I actually wound up watching the um, the first four. Episodes, oh, so I didn't get a chance to catch the last two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I heard the last two are kind of. Yeah, they were. It was hard to watch after because it kept coming on. Like I wanted to not watch it. Like I kept wanting to look away. But right. As it continued, I was like, "What else? Another episode?" another episode friend like this is like sir you this is too much this is too much for me i don't really understand how you keep doing all of these things and why do we have six episodes left and you are not in somebody's prison i don't understand so the first couple of episodes um that i watched I was like flabbergasted. I really don't understand how we allowed this to get this far. So if you did not watch Surviving R. Kelly, um, it basically kind of chronicles all of his history. And I mean, they come pulling out, they talk to his ex-wife, they talk to Mm -hmm. Sparkle, whose niece is the one that is involved in the um, The tape. In the tape, the infamous tape. Um, and they talked to psychologists and people right. around him and former employees, girls who were in the sex cult that just happened. Uh, yeah, the most recent. Mm-hmm. yeah, in 2017, like they talked to some people that then made it out of that, like parents who girls are still are still in the situation and they haven't mm-hmm. seen their daughters in years. Like I was just like, wow, this is so mm-hmm. multifaceted. Like, yeah, yeah. Dang, like you out here, pedophile and pedophile, and huh? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So I don't know, child, where to to begin with this whole discussion. It's it's so it's a lot. It, it is, is a it is a whole lot. Um, yeah, like I said, I did watch the uh, first four episodes, um, and I will say that I hesitated to watch it because I thought it may have been um, um, triggering for me, um, just having been in a toxic abusive relationship before. Um, but I was able to get through, and I think mostly because um, it was stuff that we already knew about with um, with Aaliyah and um with the tape that's what happened in the first four episodes of course it was definitely much more detailed but it wasn't like new information it was like nothing shocking in a sense but definitely way more detailed like i didn't know um i guess the 
level of people involved mm-hmm. in enabling this behavior pretty much but it made sense because how are you able to um get away with doing things like this for so long yeah you've got to have somebody in some way shape or form you you gotta have a team there are so many people <laughs> what what i think blows my mind and so i guess we could just start with like our takeaways from it okay first off it's big it's for me the takeaway was one um he's probably gonna like i can't look I was going to say he going to hell in the handbasket, but who am I to determine somebody's salvation? But mm-hmm. yo, looking too good. Yo, if there was a candidate for somebody who's going to go to hell in the handbasket, it's like, <laughs> 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 um, I did not see the episodes about Aaliyah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I kind of picked it up towards the end when we were mm-hmm. talking to his wife and in the cult in the court case. Um, mm-hmm. These that really stuck out to me was the fact that. Um, there were six years that passed in between the time that the charges were filed and right. um, when the court case actually happened. His wife telling about how she got swooped up and sent to Florida and it sent yeah. her to labor. And it was this whole big thing that was very, like, heart-wrenching for me. Mm-hmm. Watching a lot of these parents talk about just how easily their daughters got caught up in this. Yeah. Um, the one young lady who, like the TMZ video, mm-hmm. where the young lady, you can clearly see that somebody was telling her to stop talking when they mm-hmm. heard she was being held against her will. You can see the shadow, like basically telling her not to answer that or to end it. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, my mind is blown as to how one, um, these things could happen. And two, I think I was more disturbed by the level of complicity in our community. Mm -hmm. Like one of the chicks he picked up at the trial. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, I sent you out there holding that sign for me, girl. Like what the heck? And we still have adult people blaming Mm -hmm. these children for for the behavior of another adult. Yes. I don't understand. The, yeah. I think that that is my biggest takeaway. It's how can we, as a community, expect all oh, like black people, white people need to respect us. Mm-hmm. Green people need to respect us. Mm-hmm. Police need to respect us. Mm-hmm. We don't respect ourselves sometimes. Right. Right. You. Everybody is so. What about this? What about the, no, honey? We're not talking about that. Mm-hmm. We talking about one Robert Kelly. That's mm-hmm. who we're talking about. Right. We're not talking about uh, the the white guy that got away with rape. We're not talking about all that's bad. But what we're not about to do is mm-hmm. to well, look at over here. No, let's look no, at Robert. We're not going to deflect. That's what we're yeah. not going to do. Yes. <laughs> let's look at Robert because he's been doing this stuff since, since I was a baby. Mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And people are still like, oh, I'm still going to listen to the music. I'm going to separate the art from the artist. I can't. because This is one situation where because of the content of which he he sings about, it is very difficult. At least for me. My mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Mm -hmm. Your mind's telling you no because you know Mm -hmm. you're going to go to prison. She's five, so leave her alone. Yeah. Yeah, 
yeah, the content of your music talks about the very thing that you're doing. So how can you separate the the man from his music, knowing what he's doing behind closed doors? And this is not hearsay. This is there's like data backing this up. There is a whole entire tape. <laughs> there are court cases. <laughs> Did you ever did you ever watch the Boondocks? Oh, I love the Boondocks. Okay. Did oh, you see the yes. R. Kelly episode? I absolutely did. Ma'am, if that was <laughs> not foreshadowing what this is, like mm-hmm. he on the tape. Looks like so the Boondocks is this cartoon. It's it's hilarious. And it has like John Witherspoon and it just all basically it was like South Park for black people. It yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Boondocks yeah. started from a comic strip. Yeah. And it um, turned into a, a cartoon, and I think it may have had maybe three, maybe four seasons. I think it was, like four or five. And it was <laughs> four or five, and it was an intelligent. It was definitely for adults. Yes, it was. Yeah, it's it spoke on so many different topics. Like R. Kelly was one of them. Yeah, and it, it yeah it was a very intelligent show, and it was unfortunate that it didn't go on as long as it did, but. It was yeah. hysterical, but they're yes. literally on this cartoon. They're at the trial, and R. Kelly, as a distraction, just gets up and starts singing, and the whole courtroom just busts out dancing. Right, right. And the one, the one, um, Huey was like, "What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with y'all?" He is mm-hmm. He's like, "It's turn off the music." <laughs> right, like, right. and it's so crazy, you know. This like the R. Kelly thing has been a running joke and it, it honestly to me mm-hmm. I think it put faces and real emotion to these people um mm-hmm. even Good like hell that I want to piss on you but you know we like, when we think about R. Kelly I, I think about the boondocks I think mm-hmm. about hell mm-hmm. for it to really you know the docuseries really put some faces and some yeah. real pain and mm-hmm. Some like, some like, oh, like some, ooh, okay, mm-hmm. to these victims and to these stories. Yeah, and for some like definite reality behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I just I can't. I think my biggest my biggest qualm right now is just these people, and there's always going to be people who disagree. But the people mm-hmm. who are like, I don't care, or the girls were fast, or like. He's an adult. You cannot tell me that these girls aren't old enough to go out and vote or buy um, alcohol, but you think they're old enough to make a decision. And not only is he a grown man, because there's plenty of girls in high school mm-hmm. who dated the boy that was older and mm-hmm. they picked up in cars and mm-hmm. they thought that junk was cute. But this isn't a new behavior. His high school teacher was like, he used to come around the schools. Yeah. Before he was famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is not new behavior, and I just don't understand. Like, okay, he sings great. And, again, for me, it's not like, okay, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. there was a song by Raheem Devon called Customer. And okay. do you remember that song that let me say? Uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah. R. Kelly was on the remix, and it absolutely ruined the song, and I can never listen to it again. Because mm-hmm. he said something to the effect of, if you're thirsty, I'll pour you lemonade. And I was like, oh, he, he's talking about pissing on people. I cannot. I can't listen to this song no more. No more. I can't listen to it. I can't listen to it. Yeah. 
And it just is crazy because, you know, throughout our history, um, rape of Black women has been institutionalized. Yes. We're talking even from slave days. Of course, right. Um, And now, because of the stereotype that we're hypersexual, because of, you know, stuff that you see in the images and the videos Mm -hmm. and all of that, um, there is very limited support for us. Right. As black women, when mm-hmm. we talk about women who are assaulted, um, there's always a, well, what does she do? What was she wearing? None of that right. matters, bro. Exactly. It's making me mad. Yeah. <laughs> it is making me mad. And that's not a very intelligent, like, none of that stuff matters, bro. Mm-hmm. But none of that matters. He was an adult. He had money. There were other adults around those children that helped mm-hmm. perpetuate and keep that, that cycle going. Mm-hmm. At what point do we stand up and say enough? Yeah, because now his music sales are increasing, and now mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done with I'm done with the culture for about yeah. five weeks. I can't. I cannot. Right, I agree. You know, for me, I will say the um the takeaways for me um was just this theme of that we as black women we are just not we're not protected. You know, had these um, girls had been of another race, this story would have gone in a completely different direction. We would not be having this discussion now because things would have happened, would have uh, been taken care of um, 20 some odd years ago. Look at so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there would, there would be no need <laughs> to still be talking about this now in 2019 because it would have been done with in 97 or 95 or whatever. Um, so yeah, that we're not protected and we are not believed um and that we we ourselves even as women of color will enable the behavior because it's it gets ingrained in us to protect the black man and his struggle even to our own detriment and the detriment of our daughters i've never understood for example in cases of um how sexual abuse um or incest how the little girl gets blamed for a grown man coming to her room at night and being inappropriate with her. Yeah. And there was one story, this one girl, she, she said she did lie. Okay. She, she's like, I lied and said I was older than what I was, but then she got invited to the house. Mm -hmm. Long story short, he was making advances towards her and she was like, Whoa, I'm 16 and showed her, ID to him. Mm-hmm. The response was, "That's perfect." Yeah, see, bro, see. Mm-hmm. I don't that. I don't care how she got there. Yeah, I don't care if she showed up butt naked on the doorstep. Mm-hmm. She's a child, and you are the adult. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of it. Right. At what point do we just make people own what they did? Okay, great. That's fine. We stepped in the name of love, but he's stepping out here with your teenage daughter, and that's a problem. Yeah, huge problem. That's <laughs> a problem, and it's and it's disgusting. And mm-hmm. I, like you said, like to what degree do we protect the black man? That who is protecting us? Nobody. We're not even protecting ourselves. When do we let you know these our women know? Like, um, there's about. 35 to 65% of reported childhood sexual abuse cases mm. um, 
and, and that's just reported reported and mm. nobody like nobody cares um one in five black women have been raped in their lifetime mm-hmm. and most of them are family member mm-hmm. acquaintances um people don't understand that just because these girls are there like coercion can be used to perpetrate power and status can be used mm-hmm. it's just like a drug mm-hmm. i'm r kelly who gonna believe yeah. you i got these people um mm-hmm. one girl said that they threatened her like because her big sister was involved and they threatened they told the big sister that he would kill their family and x y yeah. like yo mm-hmm. nah, bro. yeah 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 a lot of yeah. these girls were looking to be famous, looking to be big in music. Mm-hmm. I'm sure probably were impoverished, impressed by yeah. money. Mm-hmm. It's freaking R. Kelly. Um, yeah. To me, that wouldn't, it wouldn't do nothing for me. But just imagine meeting a celebrity that you are, mm-hmm. you know, you really enjoy or you've always right. met. Like, mm-hmm. They're kids, but on top of everything, they're kids. They mm-hmm. literally do not have the the thought capacity. You know, mm-hmm. brain development does not end. Like, you know, you're not considered to have a mature brain until you're 21. Okay. Yeah, brain, so. brain development in children, they're mm-hmm. teenagers. Teenagers are impulsive. They do risky right. behavior. Right. They, like, these are, these are scientific facts. But yes. We expect them to be responsible. Right. Our transactions, right. I don't understand. Yeah, and and you know, um, Kevin Sage actually made a really good point recently about, especially when it comes to something like a sexual act, which, in the grand scheme of things, the act itself does not take very long. Right. But the implications of it can be lifelong. Right. Right. And people are expecting these children to understand that right some adults don't even understand it exactly. so why am i expecting a 14 15 year old to get it yeah yeah i agree yes yeah. and it's not just r kelly the thing with r kelly first of all point one r kelly is trash and i'm gonna say it r kelly okay. is trash. his music not that great not great enough Come on, come, come. You can drag me. I do not care. <laughs> Ain't nobody's music that great to where you could be out here raping kids and getting away with it. I do not care. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. When um, Michael Jackson was accused, accused. And then his people, the people who accused him recanted. Mm-hmm. We were dragging Michael. Do you hear me? Right, right. Yeah. And R. Kelly is not better than Michael Jackson. All personal things aside. Mm-hmm. No, I'm still mm-hmm. on that. Okay. R. Kelly, R. Kelly to me, wow. <laughs> R. Kelly cannot touch Michael Jackson. Okay. Okay. Hey. No. Music. Nah. That's <laughs> right. I'm talking. Yeah. About okay. So we were ready to cancel, drag Michael Jackson was in court 18 times. All mm-hmm. of this. For yeah. Michael, but they were accusing him of touching little little white boys. Mm-hmm. We have R. Kelly, Mm -hmm. who was accused, been accused, cult, people being held, like, Mm -hmm. all of this. And 
people are still buying his music. Yeah. And still yeah. caping for him and um and wanting to blame the victim. What I found interesting, uh, another thing that I found interesting is just the commentary um throughout the series, you know, of people from social media. Mm-hmm. Um saying things like, um, let's take Sparkle, for example, whose niece um, is um, supposedly the young girl in the tape. Right. Um, That they were saying that, oh, she was just out for money. Why would she hand her niece over to him? She knew, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I listened to her story and I'm like, you know what? She is an example of what can happen when you ignore your intuition mm-hmm. because she said part of one, one thing that she said was that um when initially when her niece was coming around she was always with her but she shows up to the studio or ever one day and she's there by herself what the niece is there by herself waiting on him and she was like what are you doing here and that's 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 the red flag sometimes that that we tend to ignore and just kind of go okay and then just kind of ignore it sweep it under the rug and then stuff like this happens right and a lot of times we tend to ignore that that nagging in our gut that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. little voice that says this isn't right get out of this let it you know don't 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 even in relationship, like don't go on another date with this dude. <laughs> no, 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 stop. And we justify it yep. and we make an excuse for it. And then we wind up in these trash relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the stuff with Sparkle's niece, like it's still like Kelly's fault. <laughs> like I everybody's trying to dance around it. Yes, there are multiple players in the game. Right. Yes, the music industry has a lot to do with it. Yes, the parents should have been more vigilant. All of that. But mm-hmm. what it really boils down to is what nobody had to be vigilant if R. Kelly wasn't sticking his peen inside of little girls. Don't stick your peen in the tin. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to worry about it. Right. We we just don't. That to me, that like I hear everything, everything, like I said, it's very multifaceted. Mm-hmm. What people are missing is like R. Kelly is a pedophile. Yes. The team, yeah, the team definitely, I think all of them should go to jail, under the jail, behind the bus. Yeah, there has to be accountability. On all of them. Yes. But it still boils down to R. Kelly was Mm -hmm. having sex with these teenagers. Mm -hmm. R. Kelly is the one in the tape. Not Mm -hmm. the team. It's R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. R. Kelly gave the girl herpes. Not the Mm -hmm. team. It was R. Kelly. Yeah. R. Kelly is doing these things. Mm -hmm. Not anybody else. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is requesting. Make nobody's making him do it. He's a pedophile, and that's really what it boils down to. He's sick, and somebody needs to protect the kids and get him locked up in jail. The yeah. team, yeah. all of it, and people who think that it's just music. If you listen to the show, he was making the the company money. That's how he mm-hmm. got his record deal. He uh-huh. was making money, and guess how he was making money? Cause y'all were buying the music. Exactly. And that's how you—that's how you helped assist in this crap. <laughs> that's the role that we played as the community. 
mm-hmm. um, because we like they were like, oh no, like give him whatever he wants because he bringing in X, Y, and Z amount of dollars exactly in for our you know for our record label. So they're gonna we're gonna not pay attention to it as long as he's doing what you know bringing in this money to drop our mm-hmm. job. They would have lost millions of dollars. But had we seen that tape and been outraged and canceled him, like we cancel everybody else, we we cancel Tiffany Haddish for telling bad jokes and all this other stuff. Let's cancel like a pedophile. That's mm-hmm. worse. that's worse than bad jokes to me. Yeah, that's worse than somebody having an off day. Let's cancel them, and then <laughs> you know they're they're less protected. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know people just people don't understand that it's cyclical. Like we right. buy the money, we're the consumers. There's a demand, and they basically felt like these girls were not worth the amount of money that they were making off of R. Kelly. Exactly. Going back to that, we are not protected and we are not believed. We're not valued. Yeah. That's that's, that's the bottom line, that we are not valued. That 14-year-old ain't worth these millions of dollars in my pocket. What's a little little pee-pee? It's sterile. Mm. Like, like absolutely not. No. No. Right. And it doesn't and that's really what it is. You really said something like that, it, 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 that even in a sense to the people enabling him, mm-hmm. this little girl is not worth my paycheck. Yeah. They weren't trying to get fired. That's how I'm like, everybody played a role. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying that. Right. But it's still all R. Kelly's fault to me. And mm-hmm. that's my personal opinion. If he wasn't asking for it, the flunkies wouldn't, would not have been bringing You know how I like them going down to the middle school. Get them, like, man, come on, bro. Yeah. And even some of the adult women, there may be two or three, because it wasn't a lot um, in the right. last couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Adult women that um, became in relationship with him. Everybody wants to drag his ex-wife. Um, Again, we're blaming. She's also a victim. She's being abused. Yeah, Yeah, she may have seen that stuff going on. But when you're in an abusive relationship, I think um, Sparkle said that they were at the house one time and she had to knock on the door and and ask for food. Yeah. So when you're in an abusive situation, you're not going to stand up for somebody else. You're not even standing up for yourself. Right. Right. He's a victim also. Exactly. And I think a lot of people didn't want to believe that I guess because she's older mm-hmm. I mean but then she was 19 when they met so really not that much older yeah and I can I, <laughs> the thing is when you're in a relationship like that and the um, person has a power and control issue they are going to do things like isolate you, but it's, it's very subtle. It's, it's not going. They're not going to show their cars right right away. Of course not. Mm-hmm. They're going to be charming and everything's going to be great because she said herself, "Yeah, when we first met, I just thought he was so this and so that and blah blah blah." And as and of course that is how it always starts. And they slowly but surely start bringing in these other little things, and before you know it, you are sucked all the way in. Yeah, like I'm even like- the like even the way they got married was a power move on his part. Oh, let's go on a weekend. Officers, I say, oh, surprise, it's a wedding. 
But what if I wanted a wedding dress? What if I wanted to have my dad walk me down the aisle? What if I wanted, you know, a cake mm-hmm. and a party? Yeah. And he didn't give her that. Yeah. And it came, and it was under the mask of it being romantic or whatever, but no, it was controlling. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing too. People are like, how did they end up like this? It starts like this. Hey girl, this is R. Kelly. And, you know, I saw you, I remember me from the concert and, you know, a lot of these young girls like to sing. Uh, Yeah. Promising them the opportunity of fortune and fame. And it started out, he's so nice. He's great. He's a mentor. Mm -hmm. Then they come over. Then they're there for a while. He's still very nice and pleasant. Then it's, oh, you know, I really would like it if you call me daddy. And then they start calling him daddy. And they're like, yeah, not a big deal. I mean, I guess, like, whatever you like to do, this is R. Kelly, whatever. Sure. Um, then it's only talk to me. Don't talk to nobody else. And then, like, and then slowly but surely, now you peeing in a bucket in the corner and having to knock on the door and ask for food. Yeah. And by this time, you're so estranged from your family, mm-hmm. so estranged from the life that you knew. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the young girls, she was rescued by her mom, and then she went back and then was rescued again. But when her mom got her, she was addicted to crack. So now we know that he's feeding them drugs. And, you know, it just, there's so much that goes into it, but it all boils down to R. Kelly is the one with the problem and not these right. damn kids. Mm-hmm. He is the one with the problem. And I don't understand, you know, what's so hard to get about that. I feel like if he worked at the Walmart, everybody would be like, oh, no, nobody would, nobody would be going this hard for him. Mm -hmm. Because he sings these songs and half of them are probably about the kids that he slept with and raped and molested and all of that. Right. Um, I watch way too much Investigation Discovery. Like, I felt like I was watching Investigation Discovery. I was like, this needs to be on ID, not on Lifetime. This is, <laughs> this is, the, um, there's a show called Evil Lives Here. This is Evil Lives Here. It's a six-part, yeah. mm-hmm. six-part documentary because I was so disgusted by the end of yeah. it. I was like, I can't, my spirit can't take an episode seven. I don't think there was, mm-hmm. there wasn't a seven. No. My spirit couldn't take it. I was like, I can't watch the next one, bro. Like, what else you done did? Like, the next episode come on. I'm like, yo, this don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I feel like he is probably the uh, most famous or infamous, whatever, example of something that we have allowed or um, normalized for so long. Yep within our own community like we can like with the situations of um of molestation and incest and childhood assault by a close friend or family member or whatever we still allow that creepy uncle to come to thanksgiving dinner yeah yeah um we still tell our children go and give so-and-so a hug and we don't honor and respect that child's know that she just saying she he he also applies in the situation that mm-hmm. she or he is not comfortable with doing that and they don't want to but people are you know the parents still saying oh go on go on do it like, Could be funny acting. It right right but kids have an internal instinct too like you know something about uncle so-and-so is creeping don't out my spirit right like, so <laughs> kind of shifting gears a little bit from okay. kelly because we just recently had a, a, um, an incident down here in Florida that people may be aware of on the news. 
of the girl in the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And so this young lady, um, Clearwater, Florida is a beach community. And so what they're doing down here in Florida is to protect the animals. They're no longer serving, um, or a lot of restaurants are getting rid of plastic straws. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you get these paper straws. And I am not, I've seen the video, but could not read the article, but I needed to see the video. Essentially, the guy was mad about the straw. He proceeds to yoke up. And when I say he snatched her, it was like, I saw the video. Mortal Kombat, get over here, kind of snatch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What he wasn't expecting is that she had them hands for him. And he got whopped, 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 bing bopped, all of it. Like, right. Right. Got whooped. There were grown men Mm -hmm. at McDonald's. Yeah. You think any of them came over to her rescue? No. They eventually, somebody had to come and get her up off of him because the guy had not let go of her shirt, even though she was bashing his head. But mm-hmm. all of the, eventually somebody came and mm-hmm. these men are trying to pull, like trying to get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, so all y'all back there, like I used to work at McDonald's as a teenager. So I'm like, oh, so all y'all back there on uh, fries, back cash, like it's not that big of an area. I know you see this and I know y'all hear it. Mm-hmm. And and nobody came to her rescue? Right. Nobody nobody? Mm-hmm. She's she's a young woman. She's mm-hmm. at work minding her business. Mm-hmm. She can't help you with the straw? Yeah. Every week. And th- what drives me crazy is like, so we more worried about the turtles and the black girl? Yes. So animals, the animals can be protected, protected, but we can't be protected. That kind of, those kind of <laughs> shenanigans, man, it really, really bothers me. Like, mm-hmm. so from surviving R. Kelly to the girl at McDonald's who had to handle her own, but it's like, there are, she's being physically assaulted. And yeah. there are men in here and not one person thought to come and help her. Not yeah. one man walked up on him and knocked him clean out of his shoes. Right. Nobody. 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 And yeah. That you know, and it just goes like, okay, yes, yeah, she handled her own, but what if she hadn't? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all gonna sit here and let him? Because it it could have definitely gone the other way. Mm-hmm. He could have pulled her over that counter, and it really did serious harm to her. Yeah. And y'all was still gonna sit back and just let that happen. And then apparently on the way out too, she kicked another employee. He, yeah. Him. Yeah, I remember hearing that part too. But it's just like, you know, we get this stereotype of being like hardened and hard and we're resilient and, mm-hmm. you know, all of these other stereotypes. But we have to be because nobody else is going to do it for us. Right. right. And then it's like we need to support each other. Black women will always say, we don't support each other. Da, 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 da. But sis, when they come on here and they're telling their stories of how they were raped and assaulted, you know how hard that is and how like their families oh, yeah. How yeah. you know they're now they're on national television and people may recognize them mm-hmm. as one of these people that R. Kelly like you know how much like what do they have to gain from this? Exactly, exactly. R. Kelly and, has not enough money to pay all the kids that he didn't rape. He just mm-hmm. right. He right. not collecting that much coin because mm-hmm. now we're just now finally 
doing this mute R. Kelly movement, but where the heck have y'all boys this been? And R. Kelly on Instagram, talk, I don't know why they canceling shows. Negro, you know. Mm-hmm. The same reason we should have been canceled, you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really impressed that um, I forgot her name, but the um, young lady that started the Me Too movement was okay. Tom Joyner. Mm-hmm. He was like, how can we help? And she was like, we need you to stop playing R. Kelly's music. And he said, done. Just like that. Done. Mm-hmm. And you know, like John Legend had John Legend had appeared in it and made a tweet, and people were trying to drag Chance the Rapper because he was like, I probably shouldn't have made that song with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, I just really wasn't. He basically just said he didn't value what those young ladies had to say. Right. And people are dragging Chance, but at least he owned his truth. Right. Drag R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing I didn't understand. Like, he was being transparent with yeah. where he was at that time. Right. And, you know, in situations like that, give give the guy a chance to grow. Yeah. Yeah. So now with, and it breaks my heart because I love, it doesn't break my heart. <laughs> Actually, it does not. That's not even the right thing. We need to talk because although I love one Aubrey Graham, I have said that before on this podcast, <laughs> I love Drake. Um, I... He's had some questionable, questionable um, behaviors Absolutely. And are yes. we going, as a community to allow this. Are we going to allow it? Mm-hmm. Now, Drake has not been accused. Nobody has ever said that he's done anything. And so he is not canceled for me right now. But he mm-hmm. definitely made, some, made a really bad decision about 10 years ago in its own tape <laughs> at a concert. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, with a, another young girl and basically the girl told him she was 17 and he still made advances with her on stage and it just still yeah. was um, it was a lot mm-hmm. and now so here's the, the my own personal challenge is like I don't find R. Kelly attractive and like I told you I'm not the huge fan of his music but mm-hmm. yesterday when mm-hmm. I was listening to um Righteous and Ratchet, it's, which is a podcast. If y'all don't listen to Righteous and Ratchet, it's amazing. Kevin on stage, dope boy. Uh-huh. Listen to it. It's amazing. I yeah, love it. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. Yeah. But when they started talking about Drake, I was like, okay. No. no. I, I was like, no. I, I did feel like that. But then I was like, <laughs> I could see how. You know, like, I could see these same women. They're like, R. Kelly could pee on me. I've seen people say R. Kelly could pee on me any day. Mm-hmm. I kind of was like, uh, like I would have, I would have killed to be. I was seventeen in two thousand and eight. I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, could, could I be what I was saying? <laughs> you know what I was saying? Now, like, you know what, Shiloh, that's not no, no. It's yeah. still unacceptable, mm-hmm. even with Drake. So, right, Drake is on the he's on the watch list. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, incidents, Drake. Like, we uh-huh. cannot because. You know, we have this Me Too movement, and I do feel like as a culture, we are very quick to cancel people for dumb reasons, but then when something really happens, like, and I don't care if people drag me, let's talk about the the Bill Cosby stuff. Okay. There's so many people that are like, this is a conspiracy theory because he was about Mm -hmm. to buy NBC and get it. Honey, he did stand up talking about how he was raping these women with day rape drugs. He said it. Once I saw Mm -hmm. that, I was like, oh, bro, you did it. (laughs) <laughs> like, 
You did it. You did it, Grandpa Bill. I don't really, you know, I look. How many people mm-hmm. are going to come out and say that you did a thing? Are we all lying? Are and you know what? And that was a point that I um made to um I forgot uh well, I was having this discussion when everything first started to come out with the whole Bill Cosby thing. And this guy's point was like, I mean, yeah, but they're all just trying to get them and blah blah. I said, but the thing is, is so many of them. This could very well be the case because, unfortunately, people do lie and do. people do um, make up allegations yeah. for whatever reason to either get likely to get out of something mm-hmm. or to kind of deflect. I mean, whatever the reason may be, what motivates them to to make up such a horrible story and make such an accusation, such as um, rape or abuse, but. We have tens, lots of women. Was it like, yeah, dozens? Dozen. That's the word I was looking for. Dozens of women. We talking a couple boxes of Krispy Kreme <laughs> over um, a certain period of time, and the stories are similar. You mean to tell me that all of these dozens of women, like all of them lying? We gonna, we gonna. We gonna we gonna get him. We gonna get Bill. We gonna get our no. All of them lying. Everybody cannot okay. be lying. And I know again, like you know, everybody on the podcast knows that I'm a nurse practitioner and I work with kids. And and even today, I had a patient who told me a thing, and as we kind of drilled down, she recanted and it wasn't true. Mm. And. It bothered me because she did not understand the magnitude as right. to how big this could have gotten and how far this could have gone. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that the next girl that walks into my office, I'm not going to believe them because these are children and yeah. I owe that to them that much right. to protect them. That is a part of my job is to protect mm-hmm. and serve them um, as their healthcare provider. Right. And so I would absolutely never, and even when the young girl you know, she was just afraid to let her family know that she was sexually active. And and we discussed that and we had a discussion and it wasn't, and we discussed like, yo, like this can have big implications and you need to be very careful. And, mm-hmm. you know, we educate them, but did I hold it against her? No. You want to know why? Because she's a freaking kid. Mm-hmm. And that's what this all boils down to. Yeah. And you again, know? they're not really thinking. Mm-hmm long term yeah what this really could mean like yeah. had she stuck to her guns mm-hmm. what would have happened mm-hmm. like she and that's what we ruined somebody else's life that's what we for life yeah. Yeah. very and very gingerly we discussed it i said look i hear what you're saying you know i want to help you but some parts of the story did not add up and i said you were going to have to explain X, Y, and Z, you know, here's a little bit of the process, um, and here, basically, I kind of knew that it wasn't all the way true, because she had said that the police had been notified, but then her grandmother didn't know, so I'm like, that's not how that works, mm-hmm. um, you know, so she had, she said she had notified an adult, that adult had then called the police, but then the police didn't, um, I said, so what happened, and the stuff that she said happened after the fact, that basically, mm-hmm. when, you know, they sent her home, um did not add up 
And so, you know, to me, that's why I felt mm-hmm. more, more okay to, to kind of press me like, are you really being honest? Not that yeah. I want you to recant, but says, here's what can happen. And let me just talk about those long-term things because these kids, 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 mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. do not think that far. Right. So, when these kids get invited to R. Kelly's house, they mm-hmm. are not thinking about what, like, what if he is a serial rapist? Or what is this? Or what is that? Yeah. A lot of teenagers take very risk, risky behaviors. Mm-hmm. I did one time. I was scared to tell my daddy that I was at the mall late or something. And he wanted to pick me up at a certain time. And I fibbed and was like, well, I didn't fib. My friend's brother was supposed to come and pick us up. And he didn't. Okay. And I was too scared to call my dad. Mm-hmm. I hope my dad doesn't listen to this because I could probably still get the business. But <laughs> I never told him this story, but I'm like, I'm saying it. I was too scared to call my dad and tell him that the boy didn't, like, you know, the boy didn't show up to pick us uh-huh. up. Yeah. My phone had died. Uh-huh. So I walked up the highway. And it's okay. 10 o'clock at night on mm-hmm. a busy highway. Yeah. This man pulls over. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, like, God, if you give me this, I'll never do anything this dumb again. This gentleman pulled over, mm-hmm. and he was like, look, this is my name. He showed me his license. He was like, I can't let you walk home. Because I had about 10 more exits to go. Okay. <laughs> and he was like, I cannot let you walk home like this. It was pitch black. It was dark. It was 10 o'clock. Yeah. And I got in the car, and he took me home. Thank God he only mm-hmm. took me home, and he didn't rape and or murder me. But now that I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that, I'm that like, was definitely oh, yeah. That was the grace of Jesus Christ, girl, because you oh. was tripping. Yeah, you was tripping. That definitely could have gone another way. But I was yeah. seventeen. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, like I was not an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like. Oh man, what if he murdered me? Murder? Like, right? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Because I was, I was like, oh, cool. Because uh-huh. even if he raped and murdered me, that's my dad could probably also murder me. So, <laughs> like, my dad could murder me for lying to him. Uh-huh. Um, but that wasn't a smart choice. Right. So had I gotten raped, would that have been my fault? Um, no. Had it, but you know what I'm saying? But, like, that's the thing. Like, had I gotten raped, would, it, would that have been my fault? Had I gotten murdered, would that have been my fault? Uh-huh. I, I was... I was a teenager. I was like, oh, no, he ain't about to mm-hmm. take my phone and all my privileges away. I'm going to walk it, walk it like I talk it, I guess. I'm going to mm-hmm. walk out here. I could have got hit by a car. Is it my fault? Yeah. All, all of those Because things. the narrative would have been, well, what was she doing walking on the highway at night by herself and blah, blah, blah. And Why was she getting the car with a stranger? Because I was, right. it was tired. It was cold. It was dark. I thought I was going to eat by an animal. Those cars were driving fast past me. Mm-hmm. It was scary. I would never forget those moments because I had a whole conversation with Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. never again, Lord. Never again. Right. right. Uh-huh. You no, know, and um, before I lose my thought. <laughs> okay. I, I just want to say this when it comes to sexual abuse, assault, rape, and people coming forward. It is such a gut-wrenching decision to come forward with your story. Um, So this is for people that, and this is why I say in the vast majority of cases, they're not lying about this just because of how much it takes Mm -hmm. to even say, 
this is what happened to me. Yeah. And then they have, and then they go and they have to get the rape kit done. And, and then they're questioned multiple times. And, um, and yeah. And they're re-traumatized repeatedly. And, and going back to the whole Kavanaugh thing last year, um, just for um, Dr. Ford to come forward with that story, even though it was years later, still to have to relive that. Yep. And it's, it's yeah, yeah, it, especially that, to relive that whole story in the public eye in, in such a way like that. So it, it's, it's very, a very difficult process to go through. Yeah. So that's why it is so important that when someone says that, you know, um, somebody raped me or tried to rape me, we need to believe them because yeah. I, I vast majority, they're not making it up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's way too much to go through and there's nothing to gain by doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, I just think that it's really important for us um, as a community to, you know, work together to make a conducive mm-hmm. environment for other for women, one, to feel protected, two, yeah. not to feel dragged, three, make sure that we're educating our community and making sure that we're providing, you know, a social support for these women. Like, yeah, you're busy. I wish I, I need to find... Um, this young lady's name. And yes, I'm about to stop in the middle of the podcast to, <laughs> to find it. Oh, okay. Tarana Burke. Okay. So Tarana Burke is the um, founder of the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Like they were too busy making a meme trying to say, when did R. Kelly rape KRS-1? Trying mm-hmm. to say, like too busy trying to drag her mm-hmm. to first of all, pay attention because she didn't say R. Kelly did anything to her. She was just there because she's the founder of the Me Too movement. She right. was speaking as an expert. Mm-hmm. We too busy doing that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to even hear what is coming out of their mouth. Yeah. And and that's the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, this stuff can lead, like, there are lasting implications physically, mentally, mm-hmm. and um, emotionally. Right. You can't be woke, but then listening to R. Kelly. I don't, you can't tell me, like, you can't tell me mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, you're woke and you're this and you're that. And, you know, the movie will not be televised and all this all this other stuff, mm-hmm. but you still stepping in the name of love and listening to Bump and Grind, and I can't even talk about how creepy that age ain't nothing but a number cover title CD. Mm-hmm. Um, it creeps me out. R. Kelly look like he trying to pick up a kid. Like, he in the background in the shadows staring at Aaliyah like, hey, yeah, no. You know, but in a lot of ways, like what, um, uh, one of the panelists on the discussion, they 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 low key telling themselves in very subtle ways. He did the entire time, right? He been telling us, but we were not paying attention. We were not paying attention, and we didn't want to pay attention. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. Wasn't mm-hmm. nobody trying to uh, pay attention to that? Because mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't even notice that 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 uh that cover. I don't ever think I really paid attention to it like that, that he was actually on the, I, I'm not, I have to go go and see. Um, but yeah, he's been low key saying, telling what he's been doing. He's been telling himself all this time. Yes. And 
And I think another thing I kind of want to bring up is that, and I appreciated that um, Dream Hampton is the one who put the docuseries together, that she included experts Mm -hmm. like psychologists and, um, and, you know, and Tarana Burke um, to give their expertise on what is going on inside the minds of people like that. Mm -hmm. And also what happens to the victims and what they go to. This is to give credibility to yes. what these women are saying mm-hmm. and the and people are still questioning. Yeah. We have an expert who has been trained and has experience in this topic and that puts substance to what's going on. Mm-hmm. But you still you want to ignore all that and make jokes and still want to question if this girl is telling the truth. Man. Um, Malcolm X said. Mm-hmm. That's been my, my quote as of late. Go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> the most disrespected woman in America is the black woman. Yep. The most unprotected person in America, the black woman. The most neglected person in America. Black woman. Yep. And that is this is personified by just watching surviving r kelly and just the you know social media wasn't as big of a thing as it was back in the day but now Mm -hmm. just there are so many people with so many the mentality it just sometimes be questioning like can we not be normal humans how do Mm -hmm. we expect the police to respect us and we don't respect ourselves how do we Expect the white man at McDonald's to respect us and we don't respect ourselves mm-hmm. and we don't respect our sisters and our brothers. And again, like I said, I know that false allegations happen, but uh, uh, they ain't come up with six episodes of a docuseries on false allegations. Exactly. Like, just so y'all know, the type of legal work that probably had to go, because you can get sued for slanderous material. Mm-hmm. These are not lies. Right. For the for two live broadcasts on national television, this is fact facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they've covered themselves. They like they have done everything they needed to do before this hit the airwaves to ensure that R. Kelly can't come back and talk about they lying on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's so kind of um since the whole um focus of this broadcast is on health um i'm sure people might be wondering so what does this have to do with health well it has a whole lot to do with it (laughs) it's got everything because the whole mind body spirit thing it's all connected so um I, i feel like i had this thought the other day i said you know i believe a contributing factor to why there is such a higher prevalence incidence morbidity mortality rate among black women for some of these disease processes is because we don't take care of ourselves because we are not taught that we're valued Mm -hmm. that everybody else is more important than us so we will neglect our bodies and not go to the doctor we know something something don't feel right and we don't feel good and we're pushing through it anyway Mm -hmm. and then we get to a point where it's too late now we've got stage four breast cancer right when we could have prevented it right months, right. years ago right and 
I definitely, I agree. And like I said, to some of the, what people don't understand, when you get online and you have something to say and you're not making an intelligent choice in your words and the things that you say, like these people see that stuff. Like they made one, um, one of his former employees, the lady who was all like blacked out and weird voice, mm-hmm. um, like R. Kelly was reading stuff people were saying, but he wasn't reading it because he can't read. Old, oh, I just had to get that out of my spirit. I know, mm-hmm. but he can't read. So they were reading to him, like some of the comments or I guess comments people were making. Mm-hmm. And um, she said that sometimes they would just like straight up lie because he didn't. They didn't want him to know because they were so afraid of his reaction and mm-hmm. so volatile um, that they would lie about what like what the comment said because he could read some of the words but not all of them Hmm. um you know these ladies are real people and Mm -hmm. i think just i'm sure that they're seeing a lot of the commentary Mm -hmm. you we are you know people are perpetuating and assisting and victimizing them even all over again yeah yep exactly and i just feel like Never mind, that wasn't, what I had to say was not good. I was like, if you can't read and you can't write, maybe maybe you need to spend some time with a tutor instead of trying to pick up these little kids. Because mm. you got too much money to not know how to read, how to, how to read in 2019, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's very, I just thought about this. That's very interesting how he has managed to considering that he can't um that he has trouble reading and writing how he has been able to do this for so long because he could have easily been taken advantage of he and and his career could have ended very quickly after it started because he went broke because that has been unfortunately the true hollywood story or the unsung episode of so many of (laughs) singers and artists um that we know and love that they trusted the wrong person with their money mm-hmm. and that ain't got none. <laughs> so yeah. that's really interesting how despite that dude's still bringing in some money. Girl, I feel like I told my husband. I'm, 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 this is not, again, excusing or anything. Yeah. That was just like an interesting point that he can't read. And I, they yeah, can't and that, and that they're going to, so far as to not tell him what they're really saying, knowing this information about him. Yeah. And what's crazy is I told my husband, I was like, watch he, you know, they tried to try him. He can be like, I can't, I didn't know the age on the licenses because I can't read. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't read. So, like, oh, I'm like, sir. I said, watch you try to use their crap as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, just the implications on our health, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, suicidal mm-hmm. ideation. Yes. Related health problems. Mm-hmm. Um, low self-esteem right um depression anxiety um just these women being you know so the, the one lady she went back to the house um that he lost and she like you could just tell as she was going up to the door her tone changed and she sounded like she was fighting back tears you cannot make this stuff up this stuff right. is really traumatic and i just feel like maybe there hasn't been enough traumatic experience for people in their life 
um, for them to be able to sympathize with somebody else. But I've definitely had my fair share of um, trauma and just things happening. And you don't play like don't play a role in revictimizing these women. Mm-hmm. Don't play a role in perpetuating the cycle by continuing to support R. Kelly because mm-hmm. now the record label won't drop him because he's still making them money. Right. Don't be a part of the cycle to where like if you just, if you're gonna listen to R. Kelly's music, do you have to let everybody know? Like do you do you have to let everybody, like don't don't continue to condone this behavior. It is mm-hmm. disgusting. These are people's sisters, kids, aunts, um, grand grandchildren, granddaughters. Yeah. Like this, these that could be you. Yeah. You, you know? know, and I think part of it is just that. Um, again, the narrative of "don't put your business out in the street" needs to be killed. We need to do yeah. away with that completely. Yeah. And I think just we are also so conditioned to um, to keep secrets that are hurting us in ways that we don't even realize. Yeah. Because we're just taught to suppress it. But it's coming out in other ways. It's coming out in our hair falling out. It's coming out in the fact that we can't make, that we're having difficulty maintaining successful mutually respectful relationships with others um yeah the anxiety you know maybe the uh or the anger um even things as simple as difficulty keeping a job because you always going off with somebody well what's the root of that right yeah so You know, like I said, this isn't our usual tone of the podcast, but I just felt so much so some kind of way, um, you know, for one in five of us to be raped in our lifetime. Yeah. That means if there's me and four other Black girls in the same place, one of us is going to get raped. Yep. Or has been. Or has been already. Mm-hmm. And just as a community, we have to do better at saving ourselves from ourselves. Yeah, right, exactly. Because this doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. And you know, we are here just to have that open dialogue. And I'm so glad I feel so much better about it, like so much better about it because I felt like, you know, I just had so much to say. Um, you know, we already have a hard enough time with getting other people to believe us. Mm-hmm. Don't perpetuate the cycle because God forbid it's somebody you love. Like, don't let it take for you to be in this situation for mm-hmm. you to have a different perspective. Really right. put yourself in those women's shoes to go on national television and talk about how you were demeaned. And I know mm-hmm. we always make jokes about like, you know, the dish and the piss and all that, but like for somebody to defecate, like to, to empty their bladder, on you to treat yeah. you like a toilet and that's your fault mm-hmm. I don't that no that'll never make sense to me um and just as a community you know we're talking about health and wellness and we're talking about being well yeah let's treat ourselves well let's mm-hmm. take steps to call a thing a thing let's let's blow the whistle on some right. trash concepts and some of these things because that same what happens in my house stays in my house mentality that we've had, you know, as kids 
with our parents growing up as a mm-hmm. community we have a what happens in this house stays in our house kind of right stuff. oh that's just uncle kelly he repeating on kids just stay over here absolutely right. not yeah when yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle used to hold the um we the black delegation like we the black delegation give up on kelly mm-hmm. and he deserves to go nowhere else mm-hmm. nobody else had to deal with him either you know right the little stuff that he did that was so it it makes me so angry and so disgusting like you get he would get caught up in something and he would release like you saved me mm-hmm. he would get caught up in something and he believed he could fly now mm-hmm. he like no 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 yeah we are not going to be distracted so you woke about everything else but we can't be woke about this mm-hmm. right um, talk to your daughters talk to like and have a real discussion mm-hmm. with them yeah, and listen to them yes because r kelly ain't the only r kelly there may be r kelly in your neighborhood and you don't know it mm-hmm. and we have to get rid of this mentality of you know beating is going to fix everything mm-hmm. they're going to be so scared that they're going to lie to you and risk their life walking down the side of the highway to do so <laughs> Like, I'd rather walk down the highway in the dead of night, dark, mm-hmm. than to have to deal with whatever consequences I may have to deal with. Like, that, that stuff don't make no sense. And my dad and my parent, my dad not, was not abusive. I just wasn't trying to feel the wrath of one P. how because I, I lied. I knew I was going to be in trouble. Yeah. And you, you can still discipline your child, but then still have a safe environment for y'all to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Talk to your children talk to the people that they're talking to right that you know they're making wise decisions and that they know that they can come and talk to you mm-hmm. make sure that they feel loved yeah um, girls run to other sources mm-hmm. like nobody cares about them and nobody loves them right they're not being affirmed at home and it could very well be because of deep-seated issues that mama hasn't dealt with so she's passing this this um, disease. Disease, yeah. This toxicity onto her daughter. This condition. And now she's letting the 25-year-old man pick her up from high school because he said she was pretty. Yeah. And he said that she was great. And okay, oh, he loves me. <laughs> but no, he's a grown man. And you are um 14. So, yeah. Save our daughters. Save mm-hmm. our girls. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Okay. <laughs> talk to your kids. Talk to your kids. Talk to your kids. Mm-hmm. Eve, do you have a takeaway? <sighs> so many. I mean, yeah, definitely talk to your children. And talk to your boys too. Yes. Yeah. No, don't yeah. put the entire responsibility of protecting ourselves on the women. The boys need to learn about consent. And not being raped. Right. They need to know about what is safe touch, what is health um, what's healthy, what's not. Um, how to just go on and take that no and walk away. Yeah. Rejection sucks, but hey, you're not better, better than catching the case. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> really, yeah. Like, let's, I do, we do do a lot of education on, you know, talk to your daughters and do this, but can we just talk to our sons and tell them not to rape people and not to pick up Right, right. And, and make sure that they understand what consent is. Yeah. And that it can be withdrawn at any time and yeah. at any point. And you have to say, okay, I'm backing up. Because you just said no, we were good, now we're not. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So until next week, we hope that this conversation has, if you were still going to play R. Kelly, step in the name of love at your wedding, we hope that you've changed your mind. <laughs> I do. At least <laughs> that wasn't the point of this, but just to understand that the impact that even uh, something as it seems insignificant you listening to the music but mm-hmm. you're making sure that he continues to get paid and a lot of the cover-ups was because he was bringing in money mm-hmm. um, so we hope that you just make a decision to have a conversation and we hope that this helped you know bring a conversation and trigger some some ideal discussion yeah like real discussion and not just one-sided conversation about yeah um r kelly and the girls and i wasn't even planning on talking about that time i walked down the side of the highway but I, real talk that was probably one of the stupidest things i've ever done in my entire life mm-hmm. and i was a teenager at the time i was like guess i'm walking <laughs> like i was like oh, i got it it's nine exits nine exits i can handle nine exits mm-hmm. i probably would have made it home at 1 a.m if I made it home, hole didn't get hit. It was yeah. a Sunday night. Somebody could have been drunk, drove into like there was. I was like, right. Oh, God was with me. Do you hear me? Yeah, I, I, I do. That junk was so stupid, Charla. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So we are just so grateful once again for you guys to be listening to the podcast. Next week we are back on our wellness track. Um, <laughs> Donna is going to be doing some lit fire information we're going to be talking about preventative health care okay and we have like i said financial wellness we have sleep talking about sleep we have so many things going on if you guys have not please take the opportunity to join our facebook community we have so much information um, we're going to be doing some live videos um and doing some healthy recipes we have so much in store for the rest of this month and the rest of the year it's 2019 mm-hmm. so we are moving forward and we are so excited that you guys um continue to listen to us every friday and thank you for listening to another episode of your health is lit